welcome to Inside the Disney Vault, the podcast where we discuss and watch every single Disney movie in alphabet- alphabetical order? No, in chronological order, for Ooh, sure. we should go back and do alphabetical. <laughs> we should. We should for season four, sneak peek into season four. <laughs> but you know what? We did that. Not in alphabetical and chronological. And we did Pixar as well. And now we're doing DCOMs. I'm Oscar. I'm Claire. I'm Rachel. But uh, we're not doing a DCOM right now. We well, aren't. We're in a little we're in a little hang time. We're in a little palate cleanse. Yeah, a little break. We've just okay. finished all the 2001 DCOMs and now thanks to our Patreons, we are discussing this awesome, I dare I say, awesome <gasps> part of the vault. What do y'all see? Oh, I see a cartoon shoe. Uh-huh. This little sad little cartoon oh, no. shoe. Oh, so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you saw it and then it's gone. Yeah. I see, um, you know, a ballerina hip, hippo is sitting on mm. a bench. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see the uh, evil queen as an old lady being ushered into a store by Snow White herself. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all those three things together could only mean who, who framed Roger Rabbit? The myth, the legend, we're here. We're it's wow. not a question because it doesn't have a it's question It's not mark. a question. And you know why I learned that is because it's bad luck to have a question mark in your title. What? <laughs> no, <Apparently>. it's what. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what? 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 What about exclamation what? marks? Are those bad luck as well? I, obviously not because that thing you do. Is there a movie with a question mark that did really bad? I don't know. So then why would it be considered bad luck to put a... Hmm, Hey, hey, I just read the facts. I don't make the facts. Um, But you know what I realized? So it could be, who framed Roger Rabbit? Mm, An end of a sentence? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So there's like an ellipsis before. Um, Every time I talk, it sounds like a question. <laughs> question. Sounds like a question. Uh, I learned something interesting about yes and no questions and regular questions. It only ends in an up or down if it's a yes or no question. I mean, it only your sentence, your speech pattern only ends up if it's a yes or no question. I believe. Is that true? <laughs> Did you go to the store? Okay, What's your so- favorite color? Did you know. See, How many crayons are in this Crayola box? Oh, that's true. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Up. Ah, okay, anyway. Is this a box? I digress. Is this a box? <laughs> is this a box? Is this a box? <laughs> um, so anyway, let's get into some... Bare necessities. Bare necessities. I was trying to come up with a fun thing to say, but oh. I think my brain's wiped. No, but, um, you know, that makes sense because, you know, Bare Necessities is a tune cartoon, so it makes sense for this movie. Oh, yeah, also, yeah, yeah. I just did some research. My research department just got back to me, and there's some famous movies with question marks at the end. Okay. For example... Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Question Ooh. mark. Very uh, one dare mm-hmm. I dare say iconic. Are these all? What about be... Bob? Question mark. Of course. Shall we dance? Not the J Lo Richard <laughs> Gere one, but the Japanese uh, one was. No, good. I like the J Lo one. Another classic. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? So. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? There we okay. go. 
Um, you know, thank you, facts I, department. Thank, thank you, research. research thank you, research department for fact checking. Um, I don't know. Anyway, IMDb. Whoever wrote but that. But speaking maybe of right, facts, maybe right, maybe mm-hmm. well, let's talk about some of these bare necessities here. The original release for Who Framed Roger Rabbit was June twenty second, nineteen eighty eight. Every time I forget that this movie is an eighties movie. Um, the technology is amazing. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. I think it looks beautiful. Directed by Robert Zemeckis, produced by Frank Marshall, Robert Watts, I believe uh, Steven Spielberg's in there. Oh, um, yeah. Ba- based on Who Censored Roger Rabbit, which does have a question mark, by Gary K. Wolf. Music by Alan Silvestri, screenplay Which by is Jeffrey. a novel, by the way. The the thing that it's based off is a yes, novel. Yes, it's a novel. Uh, screenplay by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman. So our cast here, we've got Bob Hoskins as Eddie Valiant, Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom, um, and then Corey Burton as the, spoiler, tune voice of Judge Doom, uh, Charles Fleischer as the voice of Roger Rabbit, who you may or may not remember from our DCOM genius. Yeah. Um... Uh, he's also the voice of Benny the Cab, Greasy and Psycho, Stubby K as Marvin Acme, Joanna Casti as Dolores, also known as Rose from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad, um, Alan <gasps> Tilvern as R.K. Maroon, Lou Hirsch as the voice of Baby Herman, Kathleen mm. Turner as the voice of Jessica Rabbit, but knew apparently it. she's Ooh, uncredited. I knew it. Yeah, she's uncredited. I knew it. Because her like singing there's... voice is the one that's credited, uh-huh. and that's Amy Irving. But isn't that wild? So that bizarre. What? Yeah. Kathleen and also, Turner is the one and only. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was Also, Kathleen this Turner. movie had such a large crew that the credits are six <laughs> minutes long. Ooh. So uh, they had room to put in one more name. You know? That's so wild, huh? Maybe that's so weird because she sang she one song yeah. and then and they put her name. Uh, that's so bizarre. Yeah. I did, maybe I can look up. The well, reason. part of me was also looking because uh, like Bill Farmer's not credited as Goofy. So I'm wondering if they just mm. didn't credit a lot of the cartoons because they're supposed to be them real selves, you know? Wink, 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 mm. wink. And not. Yeah, but then, I'm, there's no know? info on why they did it that way. Yeah, they didn't. There's nothing on it. And, and Kathleen Turner is like, proud of this movie so it's not like she was like embarrassed by it she like did it as you know kind yeah, of yeah like it's a- no secret that it's her it's like so clearly her yeah. but yeah. also Apparently like to, to not get the to not get the credit it. of one of the most iconic animated characters well, of all time she's still so on bizarre. imdb so yeah you know what she needs this to win bizarre. kathleen turner she yeah. needs to win how yeah. bizarre yeah, Justice I mean, for before Kathleen, this, please. it was like Kathleen who? Kathleen Hooner? Maybe that way she was like, people will have to research who did the voice, and they'll find out. Yeah, they're they'll like, find what out. a sexy voice. <laughs> so there are obviously a bajillion facts about this, but I just have a couple highlights. Um, apparently the estimated production budget was $70 million, and at the time it was the most expensive film, or Pricey. it was the most expensive film produced in the 80s and had the longest on-screen credits, as Rachel just said. Um, e do you? Yeah. Um, also, this was uh, co-owned by Amblin, which is Steven uh-huh. Spielberg's, um, because that's why uh, there was like talks of a an, a prequel movie, mm-hmm. uh, 
Uh, but it never got made because the Steven Spielberg and Disney were fighting. And then also some park news. There was going to since Roger Rabbit was so popular, he was actually more popular than Mickey in the 80s. Get um, out of here. Yeah. They were going to put in an entire land like a Toontown. Stop land. it. Well, a Roger Rabbit Hollywood in uh, Disney's MGM Studios over near where they have Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster right now. It was going to mm. be like a whole Toontown, Acme, like uh, Maroon Pictures. And there was going to be three different rides. Um, there was going to be the cartoon spin that we know at Disneyland. Then mm. there was going to be a uh, the Baby Herman buggy where you like journey through a hospital. It's based on like a short. And then there was yes. going to be be a roller coaster based on another Roger Rabbit short where he was in a roller coaster. Ooh. Yeah. Toontown does feel very uh, Roger Rabbit now that I rewatched this movie. I didn't realize how heavily influenced it was. I thought Toontown was based on actual Toontown because that's where the Roger Rabbit ride is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and that's like, there's like the Acme shop there, and like there are all those like sound effect gags and things, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize I was like, oh yeah, that's totally from Roger Rabbit. Um, and uh, the ride is the best part of I love the, best the ride. Part of Toontown, the best part of Toontown for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, they we're gonna build a whole land in Florida, but then because of the whole whatever, they just decided to put it, slap it in Disneyland to be like, mm. here's a little representation. Yeah. It would be but. cool. So also along those same lines, um, this is the first time and only as of now that cartoon characters from Walt Disney and Warner Brothers appeared together. And because I mean, of that, uh, they didn't want uh, one studio to have more time over the other. So you'll see they appear in pairs. So that's why like Daffy and Donald are doing dueling pianos together. And then the very end credits, there's like Porky Pig followed by Tinkerbell. So like whenever there's one represented, there's always a partner yeah. and then like mickey and uh, bugs, bugs are doing the skydiving together so it's just a little trick a little it trick is that they got like it. jarring actually to see both of those like disney and warner brothers icons just like yeah. on the same screen it's, it's sort weird. of like a really cool i'm like what that's awesome it is weird yeah and like that skydiving scene because they have different sensibilities those characters mm-hmm. also so it's funny to see them interacting and i don't know if you noticed but the looney tunes characters are stylized after the 40s style yes. or all yeah. the characters are supposed to be the 40s which version is a really cool touch that's when this movie takes place mm-hmm. so lots of stuff going on lots of cool stuff um yeah there's so there's there's so much information about this movie i feel like we could just we could just hop in yeah have you guys seen this movie before by the way a hundred percent oh yeah i feel like i'm oh i was about to say saw the movie theater i was like no that can't be unless (laughs) they released it yeah i thought they took a baby to the movie theater (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, i see i i saw young i never saw the whole movie i saw very little of it Oh yeah. When I was I saw it when I was young, maybe too young because I I do the only thing I remember before watching this movie is how annoyed I was at Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it was just like too loud. It was like ah, he's making too much noise. I, I hated. He's a it. lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't. I watching this. I, I guess it had been years since I'd seen it. Like I only saw it as a kid, so a lot of it I didn't understand. But Mm. a lot of what I do remember from this movie is like Hollywood Studios. Yeah, they didn't have a land for Roger Rabbit, but they sure did put him everywhere. They had during their backlot tour, they had this like 
loony bin store that was looks just like the um the uh, ending the warehouse the warehouse and it had like so many photo ops they had like the the uh what is their dip machine thingy and then they had like a cardboard not a cardboard cut but a cut out of uh jessica rabbit and that you could take a picture with and i remember we always would make my dad take a picture with the jessica rabbit and it was like an inside joke that that was his girlfriend (laughs) So we always just called Jessica Rabbit my dad's girlfriend, and I don't Aww. think he just was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, watching this movie again just, like, took me back, and I spent several hours watching old, like, people's, like, home videos of vacations to MGM Studios walking around because it was just, like, time. Like, the park looks completely different nowadays because they completely gutted the whole thing. The back lot's gone. It's now Star Wars. And they took apart, like, the gray movie ride, which I loved. It's, It's like, the park is completely different from what I remember as a kid. So it was just, like, watching this movie, I was like, I gotta go watch that. It was fun. I highly recommend it for anyone who is a park fan. And that's all on YouTube? Yeah. There's, like, just people who have... And then I also watched this one guy's whole thing about the back lot. It's, like, Yester World or Yesterland or something like that series about the back lot tour at... Um, MGM Studios and how it was supposed to be like a rival to Universal's and it was two hours long. It was like a a tram part and then a walking part. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for any park fans out there, I highly recommend it. But yeah, that's my relationship to (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just I definitely had seen it. And then I saw it like a couple years ago and I was like, this movie's so good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's so it's good, gonna... but it's it's very jarring that it's a... I mean, here's the thing. It's not a Disney movie. A lot of people have reached out to us being like, what are you going to... You skipped Roger Rabbit. And it's oh, like, well, yeah. technically, mm-hmm. that's it's not really a Walt Disney Pictures mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you watch this movie again, you're like, yeah, this does not go hand in hand with The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. It and is. And The Beast, baby. Well, uh-uh. it's a... Risque It's as a well touchstone touchstone movie which disney created touchstone so they could do risque live action movies oh and boy is it ever yes some of these jokes i was like oh what i mean also uh they you know how animators used to like sneak in little uh, like really risque things they uh if you have a vhs version of who framed roger rabbit you can get some um panty shots oh, of no. Jessica oh. Rabbit during the car crash scene. Oh, I remember no. that. Where they're spinning also, out and her dress is open. Oh, um, I was just reading a fact where one of the animators snuck in uh, Donald Duck using a dead baby during the dueling pl- piano scene and uh, the dire- director, the animation director was like, no, take, please take that out. Yeah. So it was stuff like that. They there were trying to get that in there. The brief bathroom scene when he's in Toontown or whatever, there's like graffiti on the wall that says for a good time call Allison Wonderland. Yes. I, I saw that and was like, oh, excuse There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. Oh, oh, also in the Toontown scene when he's first driving through, you see the tar baby. You do see the tar. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, you see a lot of Song of the South characters. Let me yeah. just tell you. Oh, that. I did Disney see Plus, Bear. if you're cutting things out, they've, because uh, for Splash on Disney Plus, they uh, f- they CGI'd more hair onto Daryl Hannah so that her, <gasps> like, you what? don't see her butt. 
At the end, it's very funny. You got to go watch that scene oh, where it's like her hair is like CGI hair, so it Revisionist covers your butt. History. But it's like uh, at the Disney Plus, you need to cut that tar baby out and put me in instead. <laughs> And put a what little instead? cartoon, a little cartoon me sitting there. <laughs> Rachel, a little cartoon Rachel. Ah, yeah. Ah, 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 instead of the tar baby. Yeah, ah! yeah, yeah. Just, just blank out the and then just put a little cartoon me sitting there reading like a magazine. <laughs> That's my pitch. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, let's talk about the movie since we've uh, we've been talking about the movie. <laughs> yeah. So we open up with a baby Herman cartoon and Roger Rabbit, and so Roger Rabbit is like a, a cartoon star we've learned and they're just doing their thing it's like a slapsticky looney tune style cartoon but something's not right about roger he seems off and so there's a private investigator called in named eddie who um is told that possibly something's going on with roger's wife so he's supposed to check her out and like tail her and we also learn very quickly that eddie hates toontown but he's paid money, and, you know, we love money, so he does it. Um, and then we yeah. also see immediately that this is kind of like a wacky world because toons and humans coexist. Yeah, we this. see Dumbo come scare us in the yes. window. Yes, yes. <coughs> Apparently yes. works for peanuts. Also, a lot of this writing, it's like so fast and furious and fun. It's and noir. Very, like, it's like absolutely noir. They're not trying yes. to hide it. It is so yes. 40s. Yes, yeah. so many like turns of phrase and like, you know, slip of the tongue and like a, hey, what do you see here? Almost like a, well, no. Like a noir? Exactly, like, a, like a noir. <laughs> I was going to say like, I was, no, what I was going to say is like not quite what it was like, but I guess, it, I don't know. Anyway, I'll continue. Uh, so we see a lot of characters, including like we were saying, you see, we saw Br'er Bear. I saw hippo, the hippo, hippos from Fantasia. Oh, yeah, because he Bugs says Bunny. that they, they're they on loan from Disney. The Fant- He got the Fantasia people cheap or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we see the hippo, and she sits on a bench, and then a man goes flying. It's funny. There are, like, gags galore. It's quite a feast for the eyes. Yeah, really, and I think the, the thing that um, you as a viewer need to understand is that Physics for cartoons are different. Like, cartoons really can't die because, like, they get hit a lot yes. or whatever. But humans can. Humans definitely have humans a mortality rate. So there's there's different <laughs> laws for humans and cartoons. Yeah, because don't we find out pretty early, like, right around now, that um, Eddie's brother mm-hmm. had died by a cartoon dropping a piano on him? Yes. Yeah, I think Dolores tells us that because that's where we're on the way to her. So he tries to get on the, the trolley, but... Um, can't because he has money so he rides on the back with the kids and like he's a very big proponent of public transportation in mm. los angeles <laughs> which apparently fun fact this is a real thing that happened they did try to stop or actually ended up stopping the trolley companies because they wanted to pr- pr- uh they wanted what's the word I'm looking for? they want to promote uh automobile usage and uh, it worked yeah, LA's I mean, about we could put a pin on that for a second, won't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we'll it's gonna come it. come up much we'll later. In we'll put it. a pin on it. So he goes to Dolores, and we find out that they're kind of like an item, but something happened with his brother, and so you know he's not all there, and um, not just so something. He's, a little... he's dead. 
Yeah, something, something. <laughs> and then happened. he turned into an alcoholic, um, <laughs> and people yeah. keep making fun of him because he drinks. Yes, yes. Everybody comments on his drinking, and Eddie says he doesn't work for tunes, but people are like teasing him, saying that you know he only works for cartoons because that's a lot of his cases have been. Mm-hmm. And a tune killed his brother, dropped a piano on his head. Eddie goes to this like secret club that has a bouncer that's this yeah. big, huge gorilla cartoon, which and it's you... Walt sent me. Walt it, sent me is the password, and it's fun because you can see Walt. that guy in the line for the Who Framed Roger Rabbit ride. Oh, yeah. Um, and we see Donald and Daffy doing a dueling pianos act, and it's like this speakeasy, but it's really big. It's got this huge stage, and yeah, the Mary Poppins penguins. Yeah, but did you penguins. notice that all the people working there were cartoons and all the people there uh, were yep. humans? Oh, I noticed that Yeah, sure. It was a nod yes. to, you know, the 40s when... You what are you trying to say, Rachel? Are you trying to say, like, it's a metaphor for something? Yeah. Hmm. Care to elaborate? No. Because I will. The cartoons <laughs> are black people, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Betty Boop is there. She is black and white. <laughs> oh, the love of my life. This is my yeah. girlfriend right here, Betty Boop. Ah! I love her. Fully she's convinced great. she's Puerto Rican. Nobody tell oh! me otherwise. She's a Latinx icon in my eyes. <laughs> That's so great. She's so cute. They I got the real Boop. voice of Betty oh Boop oh, to do her voice. Of course, because I'd be able to be like, I'd be able to be like, no, no, this ain't, this ain't the real Betty Boop. Oh, 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 I know my oh, Betty. Yeah, she's so great. And she's, yeah, and it is interesting because what is their little exchange? It's something like she can't find work or something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. now that it's black here. and white, now that they're, all the cartoons are in color. But that just reminded me of when uh, movies turned to sound and mm-hmm. silent actors couldn't work anymore because a lot of them mm. had terrible voices singing in the rain. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mm. I don't know if that's true. But, mm. uh, when, I think that there's some truth to that. Yeah, when uh, movies went to sound, like a lot of silent era actors were out of work. Kind of like when movies went to, uh, cartoons went to color. A lot of black and white cartoons couldn't like, get work. Hey, what about me? <laughs> yeah. Um. You can color me in. <laughs> so Eddie meets Marvin Acme, and he's a human. Uh, interesting. And so he's he, so silly. He's yeah. a silly man. He's got like a, a buzzer in his hand. And, you know, he owns Zach Me cartoons. So, of course. And disappearing um, ink that he mm-hmm, sprays on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. sort of rude. I would have been like, okay, you're rude, sir. You're rude. But, yeah. again, we're in his space. So, I guess he gets to act That's rude. still rude. I don't care. Yeah. That's rude he's, as hell. Is He's pretty a rude. lonely old man that only hangs out with cartoons and doesn't know how to function <laughs> with humans. You know that's true. That's where's and his so, where's his backstory. Yeah. Next up is Jessica, who performs very sexy, yeah. very very voluptuous, very very. Um, I was trying to figure out how they did this because she really does like play with all of them, and then there was like a an actual human person who was Jessica Rabbit, and then they drew over her. Mm-hmm. Cause like a Apparently, lot of these things, watching this as like a fi- like a film student, I was like, was that a practical effect? Was that a person? What was that? Was that drawn? What they did a, They actually used a lot of different technologies. And one of the interesting things that I read about is it was like it was like a three part scheme to get them to look. Where is the first movie? Oh, he set out to break three rules that previously were conventions for combining live action animation. First. 
Move the camera as much as possible so the tunes don't look pasted on a flat background. Second, use lighting and shadows to an extreme that was never used and or attempted before. And third, have the tunes interact with real world objects and people as much as possible. So exactly what you were saying. And they would do that by means of like hanging things on wires or like having like like a rubber version of the prop or whatever. And so, I mean, that must have been what it was is they had like, you know, yeah, duh, like uh, rubber Je- or real Jessica, rubber Jessica. They had a real person play Jessica, and then they Jessica just, rubber. Like, Jessica rubber. Yeah. Yes, and apparently one of the effects they used with her is when she walked, when someone's normal boobs would go down, they made hers go up. Yeah. So they that's why they gravity. look like they so were bouncy, so big. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like. I remember them being big from like merch and all that stuff, but like rewatching this movie, I was like, oh my God. It's like weird. It's like funny, but like also no, weird. It's the proportions are crazy. It yeah. really made me think, oh, this was made by a man because it's not even like, to me, it's not even like funny how big they are. They're just too much, you know? Yeah, interesting. I, I would have, I would have been like, well, there's something, I don't, I don't know. I got to say, like, there's something quite draggish about Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. I was about to say Even- Jessica Simpson, and that's, I mean, that's not true. <laughs> I um, mean, <laughs> oh, did you remember, uh, this is totally, out, but Heidi Klum's Halloween costume a few yes, years ago where she yes. went as, that was. Incredible. Her, also yeah. drag, you know? So, yeah. like, to, I mean, I was like, is this Violet Tchotchke with, with a breastplate? Because that's, like, what the vibe was <laughs> yeah. for sure. It is very drag. Of course it is. I mean, look at that look. It is, like, just like so heightened sexuality. over the top. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, they did heighten it because uh, later when we look at the pictures, they those were early drawings of Jessica no Rabbit, which wonder. is why she looks so different. Yeah. Uh, she looks more like Disney princess in those, whereas yes. this is, like, very, I was a little yeah. shook by that. I was like, "What is she?" I'm unsettled with how like she looks hella different. What the heck? Yeah. Unless oh, like but that's great. Thank you, stage, Rachel. she's a Disney princess. And awesome. <laughs> she put she puts on drag literally yeah. to be Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I like that. Um. So Eddie gets thrown out because he's like eavesdropping on her uh, dressing room door, and he peeps through in through the window, and he gets photos of Jessica playing patty cake with Marvin Acme. And I'm like, hold on, are they playing patty cake or is this a euphemism? Because I cannot tell but then what we, is going on. We find out later they are actually playing patty cake. It which, sounds like yes, something else. Which <laughs> is very much an allegory, I would say, because Roger is so distraught by the fact that his wife is playing patty cake. Oh, I, I might be playing patty cake wrong because that's exactly what I sound like when I play patty cake. <laughs> <A> patty cake. <laughs> 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 and so they tell so uh, Maroon, who's the the studio exec, and uh, Eddie tell Roger uh, that they tell Roger about him and, and show him these photographs, and he is just so torn up, and he bursts through the window, just like crying and just so 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 upset. How would you describe Roger Rabbit? He too much. <laughs> I mean, like. Looks-wise, he's supposed to be a combination of several different characters. Yeah, he has a porky pig bow tie, b- b- goofy pants, uh, Bugs Bunny cheeks, and like Mickey, Mickey gloves. gloves. Yeah. Okay, um, but what cartoon uh, did he take the annoying part from? Um, <laughs> that's all him. That's that's his new new fresh fresh edition. Yeah. Please. 
I think, I mean, he's a little too annoying to be Disney in my eyes. I think so, too. Because, like, because I'm thinking of, like, Goofy is, like, kind of, like, a goof, you know, which I think that, like, Roger Rabbit is closer to. But it's, like, uh, it's kind of, like, my mind just went to here. So, Incredibles, you know how there's Mr. Incredible and then there's that kid who wants to be Mr. Incredible? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like Goofy is Mr. Incredible and Roger Rabbit is that kid who wants to be Goofy, but it's like a little too annoying. Yeah, I feel like he's got like Daffy energy. Yeah. But he looks up to Goofy and we know this in the movie because later on he like is talking about how great of a actor of an actor Goofy is. But I, I do think Roger Rabbit leans closer to the Looney Tunes world than the Disney world, I feel like. I feel like he's yeah. a much more of a looney tunes sort of character broad least, big crazy yeah. they also mentioned tex avery and i'm not sure who that is are you serious i i don't know who that is okay let me educate y'all then like what tex avery is the animator for like classic like huckleberry hounds like all of those like old school cartoons porky pig like great voice actor great animate just like it's a you lot know, of, like, hurting people. Yes. Right? Okay, yeah. so, like, the most iconic Tex Avery thing is that wolf that, like, howls in the... Con- oh, yeah. I don't. I have to show you the clip. I know, oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking you about. You know the mask, the, the mask. movie The Mask? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the cartoon that that okay. scene is based off of is a Tex Avery cartoon. Oh, well, okay. it's like the scene yeah. with Jessica Rabbit. That's what and it's that's exactly it, yes. based off of, too. Yeah. And now so they said they Roger were Rabbit makes a lot of sense. So they were striving for those three things. Looney Tunes-style characters, Disney-quality animation, and Tex Avery-style humor, mm. but, quote, not so brutal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Roger Rabbit's so, almost there. Yeah. That seems right. Oh, there fascinating. Wow. There, there you have it. Fascinating fascinating so um he bur- burst through the window crying and eddie looks at the pictures with oh Delore. if you want to know how they do this trick the where he bursts through because it's like a real effect uh there's a a thing on disney plus about props or whatever <gasps> prop culture yeah there's a whole episode on who framed roger rabbit and it's really cool to watch you should watch it also they still have this in Hollywood Studios. Uh, they have, if you go over to like the 50s uh, Primetime Cafe nearby, there's, uh, if you look up at the windows, there's an Eddie Valiant Val- uh, office. Mm-hmm. And then next to it is the blinds with the cardboard, it uh, would cut out of Roger Rabbit. And then if you turn around, there's a billboard for Maroon Studios. So there's still oh. some Roger Rabbit in Hollywood Studios. Oh. Yeah. So we see Eddie looking at some pictures. It's photos of him on the beach with Dolores and his brother is there too. And then next he starts drinking because he's depressed. And next thing we know, this guy named Santino wakes him. The next morning tells him that Acme is dead and they think Roger did it. So they go to Toontown to investigate and they go to the Acme factory where we get all kinds of great cartoon gags and things. And the cops tease Eddie again for being a drunk and Jessica shows up and slaps Eddie for taking those photos and I mean, she's like I, I hope you're happy too. yeah I mean you know he's a freaking peeping Tom essentially <laughs> so Judge Doom arrives and it's Christopher Lloyd who is so wonderful and um, he's very suspicious of Roger and Eddie 
Did you notice that his cape blows in the wind even though there's like no wind? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh no. That's a clue. Um, Yeah, that's a clue that he's a clue. He's also wearing a cape. That's evil. That's a clue. Yeah. Mm. Edna Mode would hate him. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes, no capes. Uh, So he's got weasels for assistants who are cartoon characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that a clue? I okay. heard that they were supposed okay. to have seven because it was supposed to be a reference to the seven dwarves, but they di- they ran out of money. That's a lot. They went over, <laughs> so they only had five. Even five, I'm like, I'm I'm trying to p- okay. Th- there's one in the straitjacket. There's yeah. a smoker one. There's the one in green. Yeah. There's the one that I think is Uncle Stretch from Casper. Who? Same voice. I mean, they're all the, the same voice, right? Are they? Oh, maybe I just was hearing one and thinking know. it was. I think a they all sound one. the same. There's yeah. the one dressed um, as a child. <laughs> oh yeah, with the lot. little. Beep. Yeah, the little yeah. propeller hat, and then yeah. the leader, who's the pink dude, pink weasel. Mr. Pink. Maybe they're all reservoir weasels. Oh. Yeah, you can still see them in the ride. Yes, and so. Doom found a way to kill cartoons, and it's this thing he calls the dip, which is a mix of different chemicals, and it looks like a toxic uh, neon green color. Yeah, and this was the actual stuff that they used to clean off the cells in the old days of Disney animation. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's very fun. And he demonstrates by, you know, the sad scene in the movie, using it on a shoe. Who yeah, loves right. who loves Doom? He like warms up to Doom, and he's like, Mm-mm, "No, you're gonna die." And the poor yeah, shoe. The poor shoe. It was so sad. If anything, make it like an ugly shoe. It was such a cute shoe. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. have had the same punch if it was yeah, an ugly yeah. shoe. You're right. It's gotta be totally innocent. Mm-hmm. So Eddie, not that you know, you can't be innocent and less cute. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Eddie runs into Baby Herman, and he says. He's like, I know Roger. He's not a murderer. And so uh, Eddie's like, huh, interesting. Okay. And so Herman says that Acme's will is the reason he was killed. Because apparently uh, in his will, you know, is who will who Toontown will then belong to. And I guess they believe that it will belong to the Toons, according to the will. Yeah. I don't know if we have all the info yet, but so Roger, Roger, Roger's oh, in yeah. Eddie's bed. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Roger Eddie, comes to Eddie's yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Did you see in Eddie's movie? bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eddie pulls down his bed and there's like the little lump that's definitely Roger Rabbit. And then he, yeah, shows himself. It's very and funny. then there's a bit of a and gay panic scene because God forbid two men in a bed together even though one is a cartoon <gasps> could you imagine no so they freak out obviously and then roger's like hey i need you to clear my name and the dude's like i hate tunes i don't want to work for tunes but you know mm. what they're gonna work together yeah because mm, then he cause... handcuffs himself mm-hmm. to him well and we also find that in a fit of jealousy roger wrote his wife a love letter <laughs> which is very funny yeah so he used lipstick just to write her how much he loves her and then yes they get handcuffed together and the weasels come to the door and uh uh, eddie does a good job of hiding roger and the weasels leave and then uh i think also that's when roger kisses eddie and he's like don't you ever kiss me again it was the 40s i guess yeah it was the 40s and the 80s it's a different time yeah, no, um, I love kissing rabbits. <laughs> but actually, that 
is more of a setup for a joke, sort of, but like not a funny yeah, joke. Yeah, but why is it a joke? But why does it have to be a yeah. joke, though? Yeah, it's but not that's funny. I know, I know. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. But in a way, they're like sort of undercutting. Yeah. The they're saying they're really. saying to us, put a pin on it. There's <laughs> yes, exactly. They're like, you think you're mad. You still might be mad later. Yeah, you definitely will be mad later, but it's yeah, gonna. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it'll. You'll be mad for a different reason. <laughs> uh, so Roger and Eddie go to Dolores to saw the handcuffs off because I guess she's got like tools in her back uh, bar area. And Ro- this is where we find out that Roger could just slip his hand out of the handcuffs because he's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, and Eddie's like, you could do that the whole time. He's like, no, only when it's funny. <laughs> I like that. Which is Oh, funny. and that's the other thing, too. It's like, there. so there's a lot of questions, number one. Why is Jessica Rabbit attracted to Roger Rabbit? And Jessica's yes. like, well, he makes me laugh. And yes. also, you're like, well, why does why can't Roger Rabbit just fucking chill? And the reason is he needs to make people laugh. That's like his mm. purpose on this planet. Yeah, and yes. it was that was very triggering for me because it reminded me of a lot of improv men. And <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, you're not funny. Um, right. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain type of, yeah, of course you want to make people laugh. But, uh, like, there's different ways to make people laugh. and sometimes... You gotta read the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The room. There's yeah. A, I, I will say, there was a female improviser that told me the story where she was walking with a guy who, they were on a team together. This happened in New York. They were on a team together, and the guy, straight face, was like, hey, I need to tell you something. I have a disease. And she was like, oh my god, what is it? And he's like, it's a chronic disease. I've had it since I was a baby, but... Um, oh, no. Oh no. I have to make people laugh. And she's like, I hate him and I need to leave this team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that speaks very much to that. So, Roger yeah. Rabbit is a problematic male improviser. Yes, exactly. I was getting that vibe. But then also, like, it, it, that when Jessica later says that she likes him because he makes her laugh, that also explains why all of these beautiful women are with uh, these, like, you know how when you see a couple in the improv community, mm-hmm. you're like, how are they together? And it's like, well, Makes I sense. guess. Yeah. I don't know. There's Beauty precedent. There's precedent. Deep, y'all. <laughs> yeah. it's like, There's makes more to a person than how they look. It's how they make you feel. Yeah. But and if you're that kind of humor, not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently Jessica Rabbit loves slapstick frenetic energy yeah makes sense they're so, they're, they're, they're opposites they're it's like yeah they're it's totally. like paula abdul and dj scat yes Cat. it's 100 <laughs> that's that yes. ki- that's that kind of relationship <laughs> except Absolutely. for paula abdul is roger rabbit and dj scat cat is jessica rabbit yes I'm just yeah I'm i mean just... it, it, anything works the opposites just work very nicely yeah. so Jessica goes to see Eddie and tells him she was told to pose for the pics by Maroon so he could blackmail Acme. Yeah. Because there's this whole, it gets like a little bit complicated, but basically there's this whole scheme going on where Acme, I don't know if we're there yet, but Acme, wait. There's Acme this, wanted uh, to, no, Clover, something yeah. named Cloverleaf wanted Cloverleaf to. Cloverleaf bought the trolley cars. We mm-hmm. know that. And then um, Cloverleaf, it, we find out, is trying to also buy Maroon Studios. Yes. And, and he would only do it if he could also buy Acme Studios. Yes. 
So Dolores shows up uh, at the office where Jessica is, is, and of course, like, she's, like, in Eddie's arms, uh, because, you know, naturally that just always happens when a femme fatale comes to your office. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's jealous of Jessica, naturally. And then she... Put his pants down. yeah, because he already had his pants down. Yeah, he was putting when on Jessica clothes. Came in. He was putting on yeah. yeah, he was yeah. like showering so when she like, came in. He was like he topless. Woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with a tie on, right? Yeah. Say what now? NC 17 like, rating, say what now? That's his signature. His tie, he's always got to have his tie on. You put the tie on first, then you choose which shirt you want to wear. <laughs> yeah. Then you get to pants. Yeah. Um, so um, Dolores says that Maroon's not after Toontown. Cloverleaf is, and will own it by midnight that night unless they produce this will, which they can't find. And so Roger, it Roger's in the pub. He's supposed to be hiding, but he's making this big old show because mm-hmm. he can't stay quiet, you know. And Judge Doom shows up looking for Roger, and Doom tries to dip Roger, but. Eddie offers Doom a drink, and he's like, yeah, okay, let's have a drink first. I'm not in a hurry. Um, and then we have, like, a whole kerfuffle, and Benny oh, the there's Cab a, There's a weird moment where, like, the um, the weasels start laughing because, like, they love to laugh, I guess. They love to live, laugh, and love. And live, laugh, laugh. Uh, the, a Judge Doom hates it because he's like, I don't want people to laugh. He's like, because uh, apparently his backstory, he used to have hyenas, and then he killed them all because they laughed too much. Oh. So I yeah. think that's. Scar? I think that's. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna. Yeah. Put a also, the weasels say, "Don't laugh so much because you'll die." Yes. Yeah. Yes, because that's how you can laugh yourself to death. It mm-hmm. works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've I've felt that before. I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> die. I'm laughing oh, so much. <laughs> die of laughter because you you kill you know when you like make people yeah, laugh too much yeah. you kill slay you just yeah. slayed me yeah yeah, yeah. i've um, never said that to a man when but. you murder that crowd that's your intention is to kill everyone yes that is laughter why. is medicine and death mm-hmm. that's why i'm a comedian uh, so Benny the Cab arrives and he helps them get away this is cool Benny the Cab is a go-kart that is just a shell of a go-kart that they animated on. Oh, are you serious? That's in the yeah. pop culture thing, right? It's in the pop culture, but you can also find the go-kart, I think it might still be there, at Hollywood Studios. It's in one of the quick service restaurants or whatever. Oh, wow. See, but people don't know what it is because it just looks like a metal go-kart thingy mabobber. Wow. Yeah. They got a celebrity okay, among Benny. them. They don't even know. Yeah. So, hey, the cat, the the skeleton in Halloween Town's name is Bunny. Yeah. Coincidence? Oh. Skeleton cab driver? Maybe. Wow, I think we just discovered a fun fact. Uh-oh, so that, okay, that's just opening a wormhole of the DCOM extended universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With Amblin oh. and touch tone pictures. <laughs> they, ooh. Uh, I think every single movie ever created is in, the in same this universe, universe yeah mm-hmm. so they go to a theater and eddie tells roger that a tune killed his brother 
and he had burning red eyes and a high squeaky voice and roger feels very bad about this of course and he's like if a tune killed my brother i'd hate me too or something like <laughs> yeah, that um and so they leave with dolores and eddie sees a newsreel detailing the sale of maroon cartoons to cloverleaf and a mysterious corporation bought the city's trolleys network shortly before Acme's murder. We kind of like have gotten some of this info already. Uh, Eddie goes to see Maroon as Roger keeps guard outside. And Maroon confesses that he was going to blackmail, um, Ac- wait, Acme or Maroon? No, he's gonna. But bu- yeah, Maroon, Maroon was going to blackmail Acme. Blackmailed Acme right, right, to right. get uh, Toontown or whatever. Uh, but Maroon is like, but I'm being blackmailed, kind of, or not really blackmailed, but I'm like, whatever. Cloverleaf won't buy his company unless he gets Acme. To oh stop. yeah, so and he, he was trying to blackmail Acme. Just wants the tunes to be safe because he cares about the tunes. Yes, he's correct. a good guy. You know. And so, yeah, Maroon didn't want to see the tunes destroyed. They need Acme's will by midnight, but Maroon gets shot. Yeah. We see Jessica Rabbit knock out Roger Rabbit and then uh, and then put him in a trunk. And then we also see her running away after uh, Maroon gets shot. So we think that it's her who shot Maroon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very noir. That, Very noir. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. uh, Eddie runs after her, gets in a car, and there's a whole chase. But she goes to this tunnel that leads to Two Town, which is the same tunnel from Back to the Future 2. Oh. Which is, uh, and then also there's like a whole like sweeping uh, score that is Alan Silvestri too. So it really felt like it gave me real Back to the Future vibes. But anyways, yeah. So he, and this is a, a tunnel in Griffith Park, so go check it out if you're in the LA area. Oh, yeah, and the bridge they use is the Hyperion Bridge. Yeah. Right there, Atwater slash Los Feliz-ish. Um, so, uh, Eddie drives into Toontown, and he is overwhelmed with singing tunes and yeah. chaos. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's Did you guys see very- The Reluctant Dragon? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It kind of was like almost zippity doo dah ish. Yes. It that's the vibe felt I got. Very zippity doo dah ish. But like so much more. Yeah. <laughs> like way, way more. It more just characters. It's like a lot of like, uh, like you got to no, slow no. it down so you can see everyone kind of. Because that's, that's, this is also where you see Ooh, the There's tar a lot baby. to see. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's where it is? Yeah. Oh, well then, yes, of course, that's what they're referencing, I would suppose. Yeah. Um, and so he crashes into a pile of overused gags. Ha ha ha. Uh, he gets out. It's chaotic. The, um, and he gets like thrown around and like treated like a tune. Like he's getting, like he goes in that elevator shaft and uh, this is falls funny. down. Oh, what's his Huckleberry? name? Huckleberry oh, Hound? That's oh, Droopy Dog. Droopy Dog. Droopy Dog. That's it. I was droopy. like, I love Droopy, droopy dog, dog, but I haven't seen good. him in so droopy long. Droopy Dog is Tex Avery, actually. Yeah. Oh. This was droopy, very funny. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> that's please. Tex Avery. It's like, Walter, how do you do it? Please, Walter, step. Yeah. That's good. No, I, yeah. I feel like I could do it better, but now I okay. I'd have to hear it first, but like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. So cute. Like, I haven't seen him since Great. I was a kid. Um, yeah, so he's in Toontown, and then he goes up and he finds 
who he thinks is Jessica Rabbit, but it's not. It's like a fake Jessica Rabbit. What is her name? Oh, she had a name. She had a name. Yeah, she reminded me of uh, What's-Her-Face from uh, Sword in the Stone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Madame uh, What's-Her-Face. Yeah, she had very yeah. Madame Mim vibes. I mean, she was also acting like that female squirrel in Sword in the Stone, too. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Very aggressive. But um, when he tries to escape from her, that's when he goes to the bathroom. And the bathroom doorknob is from Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see the Alice in Wonderland graffiti. Uh, Alice so in- many, yeah. so many Easter eggs in this. Yeah. It's great. And then he so he falls, falls out of the building. Skydiving. Bugs Bunny. They offer him a spare, but of course it's not a spare parachute. It's a spare tire. <laughs> and then fake Jessica Rabbit catches him. So fortunately he's fine. But like, do you think a human could die oh, I'm in sorry. the cartoon to world? To go back, I just I just talked to my uh, research department. Her name is Lena oh, yeah? they... Lena Hyena. That's her name. Oh. Lena Hyena. Oh, sense. a callback to the hyenas. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, um, that's that's funny. Yeah. When she splats on the dead. wall, I have to say, when she splats on the wall, each boob is like squished on the opposite side of her body. That was like truly a funny gag. That was like <laughs> 0.02 seconds long, but it was very funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, what the happens when so I splat on a wall too. My boobs, <laughs> her boobs separated this... in the middle. <laughs> They got me laughing. This movie is worth a rewatch because there are just so many gags. So many little moments. Little moments. Yeah, yeah, there's so many. So he peers around a dark alley corner and Jessica points a gun at him. But it's actually for somebody who's behind him. A g-g-gulp. gulp gun. And she's like, I just saved your life. Right? We could tell it's him because he runs away. It's 100%. Yeah, it's Doom. It's Doom. Yeah, Jessica tells Eddie that Doom killed Maroon. Mm -hmm. And Jessica knocked out Roger and put her in his trunk to save him. (laughs) He's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, But he's missing now. They don't know where Roger went. And so Benny comes to save them or just comes for them. And Marvin gave Jessica the will for safekeeping but she said when she opened it it was just like a blank piece of paper so she's like oh what a trickster or he says what a trickster and then doom spills dip into the roadway and benny's tires start to Ouch. melt i know and that's when we see the you know infamous car crash yeah. jessica rabbit yeah if you have a vhs oh, tape go back mm-hmm. and look at it if you want i don't know i think I, they must have like colored it or like edited out or something in that. Yeah. I but mean, that's the crazy. Disney, the Disney Plus version doesn't have it, but the original VHS wow. tape version does. I bet and you then, it's on YouTube. If you have a laser disc, I heard that it's actually <laughs> easy to see because you go <laughs> laser <laughs> disc. You guys remember laser disc? So, all you dozens of uh, listeners out there who own a laser disc who are listening to this and podcast are looking on for a, a panty disc. shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laser disc. Apparently, like, it's like a you're nod. saying, listening to the podcast on a laser. <laughs> yeah. Disc. Apparently, it's a nod to That's Betty dedication. Boop, who used to have a lot of panty shots. Well, like, I mean, even anime. in this movie, she's like fidgeting with her garter belt, like in a very suggestive way, and I'm like, yeah, Ooh, Betty. <laughs> Remember when that like celebs used to do that all the time? That was like the classic Lilo go-to. Mm-hmm. She had a panty shot every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you. That's how you keep them. Lilo uh, is Lindsay Lohan. Yes. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, okay. yes. Not uh, not Lilo. And I was gonna Stitch, say I, I was like, yo, this is a Disney podcast. We no. must differentiate. No, well, no I'm speaking sorry, I'm of changing, I don't know if we talked about this in the to, in the Lilo and Stitch episode, but they changed uh, when Lilo's hiding from her sister. She was hiding in a laundry like a dryer, but then they changed it for the Disney Plus version, so she's hiding in like a cabinet with a pizza box on it or something like Why that. Why did they change it? Because a dryer's too dangerous. Yeah. Because kids were doing it. This I, is too. That's too much. That's why yeah. Lilo is banned that's, from Disney. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> suggestion that someone might be in a dryer that's not on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too, too dangerous. dangerous. Too dangerous. Too yeah. many ideas. Don't give them ideas. Yeah. But this is when Let Roger. Let them go on spaceships and yeah. stuff with aliens, but don't put them in the dryer. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, this yeah. is when Roger shows up to save the day with a car, and then uh, that's when Benny and uh, Eddie get in the car with them. But uh, it's funny because Benny's driving the car. The car is driving the car. It's very. <laughs> it's a very funny, weird moment. <laughs> yeah. So we go to the Acme factory, and we get that fun little gag about the booby trap. <laughs> oh yeah. Which made me go. <gasps> Yeah. Except the joke was like worth it because yeah. it was very funny. <laughs> it was funny because they reached into it, like they were like oh. pattered down and they reached into our boobs first and yes. then they get like a trap and I was like offended but then immediately it was like good booby trap and I was like oh. <laughs> yeah. It was, was it was fun. Yeah. So we find that Toontown will legally be Dooms in 15 minutes with no will. Doom has, has enough dip to um to get Toontown off the face of the earth. So basically it's like, you said like 5,000 gallons or 50 something, some crazy amount in this machine that's just going to spray it everywhere. Yeah. So Doom's but wait, whole master. Why? Yeah. Well, this is where we take our plan. pull our pin out, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. There it is. Let me out. just take it out for a second. Bloop. <laughs> um, similar to the troubles of the movie cars, Doom wants to build a freeway to bypass Toontown, just to go right through it, <gasps> and this whole brand new scheme f- 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 is about a freeway. But that's well, unheard he wants- of back in the day. Yeah, he wants to build a freeway so that they can have little gas stations along the way, and it's just very fun. And then he just the- wants to go on a road trip. What's very funny is it's like, oh, so that we can fix the traffic problem, and that you can go from Hollywood to Pasadena on one road or something, mm-hmm. and it just Cut it's so you. funny. <laughs> yeah. 2020 well, traffic. Like, yeah, <laughs> Eddie's like, don't you you know about the red line? You yeah. Just take the trolley. Nope. Yeah. Nah. No. This no, was like can't. a funny little the 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 uh, what is it? Create or what is it? Movie makers were given a nod to how L.A. has the worst traffic in the world and that freeways. It's really are terrible. terrible, but it's also based on fact. I mean, that's what happened. Freeway destroyed public transportation, yeah. and well, also reminded me it was very Chinatown too. Very Chinatown yeah. moment. Also, I read somewhere a long time ago that the the freeways, the way that they're so terrible and they don't go directly straight anywhere is because uh, a lot of Hollywood elites wanted them away from Beverly Hills. So they weren't disturbing their mansions. So that's why all of the freeways are like outside. So you have to journey outside to get to the free. Yeah. LA's a hot mess. Let's just say that. When it comes yeah, to yeah. traffic, I mean, it's just a hot mess. And that is internationally known. It does, I yeah. don't care where if you live in L.A. or Timbuktu, you know L.A. traffic is bad. Yeah, and that's why this part is so funny to everyone. Exactly. Because they're like, ha freeways are funny. <laughs> yeah. So 
Roger drops in to save the day, but then they tie up Roger and Jessica. And Doom has all these eyeballs that have fallen on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like slipping and sliding all over them. And uh, he where, he kind of just like goes away at one point. And that's when Eddie starts singing to that carnival music, like a tune that's very like Mary Poppins-esque about uh, in order to make the weasels laugh. Yeah. Because it's he a very has a plan. Make them laugh moment. Make them, yeah, make them laugh and make them laugh. And, you know, everyone loves a clown. And they all That's drop dead. Song. And it's very funny. They, yes, their souls leave their bodies. Uh, and Eddie pulls this Frank Sinatra sword out. And <laughs> that was so weird. Has... And I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because I realized that it was like exactly when we needed a pace change in this scene because it was so like high high antic like gag 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 high energy and then he pulls out this sword and he just starts singing slowly and that's when doom comes back and this giant magnet also is like thwarting thwarted by doom and they have these like little one-on-ones and doom gets literally steamrolled yeah and flattened and then so you're thinking, you! Oh, he's dead. This human oh, being made of yeah. meat and bones is dead. Finally, who could survive that? No, but not you know a human could survive being. Survive it. Wait. A tune. You co- uh, a do- what? What? <gasps> Doom is a tune. <laughs> oh my gosh! That and explains not only the any cape. Tune. That explains not the any cape. tune. He's, he's the, the tune that red killed eye. Eddie's brother. Oh my gosh. And maroon. But hold on a second. Um, I have a question about that particular moment. Because he got flat. He gets up. He's like a two-dimensional stop motion, which is really cool. Uh, And he walks around and then puts helium to inflate himself. And then I'm thinking, did he have a high voice because he's high off of helium? Is that his normal voice? Or is it because he's just hopped up on helium? I was confused, too. Because for humans, it's, it's because you've inhaled helium. But apparently he had that voice. But then again, he just had helium. But then how did he mask that high voice with that very low voice? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Anyway, whatever. Irrelevant. But something to think about, listeners. That is a question. That is a question. This is my normal voice. (laughs) This is my podcast voice. (laughs) Finally, doom melts in dip. Yeah. There's dip everywhere. But then Roger and Jessica are like, we can't get down because there's dip everywhere. But Eddie simply washes it away with some water. And um, then we also find out the what his shirt was disappearing ink that uh, uh, Acme sprayed on him. But then it was reappearing disappearing ink. So the stain is back and they realize the will was written in the same ink. And so it's not a blank letter. It is is a will that says that Toontown belongs to the Toons. Yay. Oh, my gosh. What a happy How? ending. It all tied up right there. And, and then uh, Roger uh, shakes his hand, which Buzz, and he he thinks he's mad, but then he kisses him. The end. Oh, then Eddie Porky kisses Pig Roger. So. Yeah. And then Tink shows up. Yeah, Porky Pig. And then, of course, Tink ends it because Disney, it's a Disney movie, so Disney has to have the final say. Interesting, because usually Tinkerbell starts movies, and this one she ended the movie. 
Well, well maybe she was going to start another movie. Hmm, interesting. Well, did she? I I don't remember the TV show, The Wonderful World, the Disney TV show. But does she come in and end it with that? The I think she comes in and ends it with that thingy. Yeah, but that's know. the beginning. We'll have to the get beginning to of our the show, right? Fact checking. No, I think it's at the end. Is it? Oh. I don't Let's know. go. I'm going to go to the research department and see if they have yeah. any insight on that. But um, while Claire so is while Claire is finding uh, the research department to find the answer, what would you say <laughs> is the moral of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Um, uh, if you if you've got a cape on and it's blowing in the wind, you're probably the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it was all there. The um, clues were all there. I think. The moral is love is love. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So if you love a... It's just because you're a silly cartoon. You could have a crazy, voluptuous wife. And also, if you're a man and a cartoon rabbit kisses you, you don't have to... It's okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you love each other. Love yeah. is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My takeaway is traffic is bad. We should just not have, we should just trust in the public uh, transportation. Because, you know, I don't have a car. I don't drive. I use the metro as much as I can. I mean, now I don't anymore because it's, you know, sort of crazy. But it's not bad. The red line is actually not bad. It's good. So trust in the in your public transportation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they should have invested in that. Mm-hmm. Also, like um, a bunch of men collaborating, um, you know, it uh, it could be good, but you can't expect they're gonna fight later. <laughs> talking about how the the different. Oh, that's a meta takeaway. Yeah, all ah. those studios came together to to make this movie, but then they could never compromise on a sequel or a land. That's so, that's parks. sort of sad because it would have been interesting to see another like Toontown universe movie or even like a direct sequel where Roger Rabbit and Valiant become partners. Yeah, that would have been well, nice. I wanted to see a prequel with uh, all the other things because when we see Eddie in his office we see all those newspapers mm. with all the different things Tunes, so there's yeah. one that's like Goofy is not a spy people thought he was a spy mm. and then like there's like, you know what it could other- it could have been a TV show well that's what I want to talk about too so because Disney didn't have full rights to uh, Roger Rabbit that's when they came up with the show Bonkers to uh, Bonk- that's right yes Bobcat? oh yes um, and so he's supposed to be like uh, Roger Rabbit, but the problem is, is that like he's in a cartoon world with other cartoon humans, so it doesn't work out. It as just well. hits different. It's not the same. Yeah, but he looks exactly like Roger, and he acts exactly mm-hmm. like Roger too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My tink, I mean, the research team's tink uh, uh, search was inconclusive. Mm. Definitely okay. opens. Can't. I don't know about the. Cl- the only closing that showed up was Roger Rabbit. Yeah, we have. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. We well, now it's time to cast ourselves. Who are we playing? Roger Rabbit. Oh, gosh. Um, Oscar, you're Betty Boop. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Claire <laughs> is Dolores. Hands down. Oh, I love Dolores. Absolutely. And Rachel is... Rachel, I'm going to cast you as Roger Rabbit. I okay. knew it. Roger I Rabbit. knew that was happening. Mm-hmm. I, I felt it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't play him as annoying, but You'd yeah. You'd be a chiller, I, Roger Rabbit, but still I, some antics to be had. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm a Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Is that... We don't... I mean, we don't... It, we're not in a decom, so we don't do a zaddy. <laughs> no. no z- and there was no. no fathers in this movie either, so... Eh. Yeah, no. Um, but no. now is the time. Let's rate Who Framed Roger Rabbit out of five... Oh. Mm, let's see. Mm, out of five... Dip. Sh- dips. No. Out of five... <laughs> you know what? Out of the five weasels... How many oh. weasels do you give Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And you got to tell me which ones. Okay. Um, you know, okay. I'm going to give this four and a half oh, weasels. Dang. Well, you cut it in half, huh? Uh, well, it's not uh, cutting them in half. It, it, they laugh so much, they're a ghost. So that's half. Okay. Um, which one laughed? Uh, so much? one corpse. Yeah. Um, I think the the leader laughs because I did, I he was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I always I don't like the they're always so angry. Same, you same. know, mm-hmm. it, it's like an up those dogs. I don't like the leader dog. Mm-hmm. I like all the other dogs. Um, but yeah, I give it four and a half. I think it's mostly because I was excited to see something not Disney Channel original movie, and it was like, a, "Ooh, this is a good movie!" And then it, it just was also no shade like, to De- I, no shade to Disney no Channel shade original to movies. They're like different. They're different ball games, you know. It's like yes. minor league, major league, you know. Um, <laughs> Sports friend. Who's minor league? Who's minor league here? Huh? Well, it's just like TV screen feature mm. film. Well, oh. it's like a set, you know, seventy million dollar yeah. budget versus you know ten dollars. An Academy exactly. Award yeah. uh, <laughs> winning movie versus you know a TV people's show. Choice. I mean, not even people's choice. Cable Ace Awards. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just exciting to see. And then also, like, I guess I haven't seen it in a while, so it was like a fun, new, fresh, new watch. And then also, there's like little Easter eggs everywhere. And then I can't deny that it just like took me back. It like mm. made me reminisce about going to the MGM Studios as a little kid, taking pictures with like the little dip car and like pretending like I was rolled over by it because there was like a thing where you could do that. And just like it took me back. And, and like, of course, I take off half of it because there are some problematic things that they can change. Like now that I know that Disney Plus goes in and changes movies think they should you know uh, just a few things you know uh but other than that i thought it, i liked it it was fun it made me feel good um four and a half weasels mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i'm going to also give this a four and a half uh and i would i would uh, send the the one that looked like a baby the one dressed like a child with the propeller hat he was my least favorite weasel uh. um that one's gonna go laugh too much. R.I.P. Uh, and the reason why it's a four and a half, it's like this movie is a technical masterpiece. I, the the entire time I was watching this movie, I was just like, I can't believe this movie was made. I, it's so bizarre. And even like legally, like I can't believe this movie was made. I can't believe how like adult this is. I can't believe all these characters, all these properties. I, I can't imagine the legal hell that this movie went through in order to get made. And it got made. And it's really good. To me, it stands as a solid noir movie. Actually, one of the better noir movies, I would say. Uh, the mystery is, like, pretty cool. It's very obvious, but duh, it's a kid's movie. But is it a kid's movie? I don't know. 
it's it holds up. It's good. The performances are solid. Uh, and again, it's one of those movies that you can't just watch once. You have to watch it again and again because you miss. A bu- I'm sure I missed a trillion things watching this movie. Uh, but it's worth rewatching, and it's good. It holds up. The reason why it's not get it's getting half a point off is because it is there's there's it's problematic, and I would say like more than that, it's very sexist. Like the way that the women, I mean Jessica Rabbit, inherently yeah. is sort of like a in a way feminist icon because it embraces she's embracing her femininity and sexuality as a weapon. I'm not- and I'm just drawn that exactly she's not bad she's drawn that way which I think is a fairly progressive point of view however I can't get this image out of my head and it's when um they're at the pub the bar and uh the detective is pulling Dolores down and he pulls her by holding her like cleavage and pulls her down to me that was like so wrong yeah, because you know she's not a cartoon. Because she's not a cartoon, exactly. She's not yeah. a cartoon. She's a woman. And it just felt so gross to me. And also when baby Hugh, Hubert or whatever Herman? his name, oh, Herman slaps yeah. that nurse. And like yeah. those yeah. parts were like not, it just was very like, okay, you're, you're meaning to objectify these human women. And that's not okay. That's like truly not okay. So for that reason, it's like, it's a little icky those moments yeah. and it, I really hated those moments so for that reason it's getting four and a half yeah. but if you're able to ignore that or like put that aside then and 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 acknowledge maybe that that was a product of the 40s maybe I don't know um, yeah. then it's I an entertaining know. romp well it's otherwise. like we allow it when it's to a cartoon I guess but when it's in like a real woman that's when it's, it's it like, just hits different I think yeah, yeah. Um, but when you were talking about the cast uh some of the the uh, the almost cast people were cool. I can't remember a lot oh. of them, but I think like Bill. I think there's a story about Bill Murray didn't get the call. That like he got a call to be in this movie as Eddie, but he like missed it or something like that. And oh, it was wow. like that's one of his biggest regrets was not being yeah. in this movie because he would have said read yes. Eddie Murphy too. Yeah, oh, wow. I think was considered. Yeah, a lot of big, like, I guess if you just go to the IMDb page, there's, like, every other thing is a, this person was offered Mm. the, or, like, what, you know, so it's, like, I'm sure everyone in Hollywood wanted these roles. Everyone in the 80s auditioned for. Yeah, this is such a cool movie. Mm -hmm. Well, I will give this, get this, four and a half, (gasps) because, like, I, this cast is incredible. The performances are amazing. The technology is so cool. Like, the yeah. look of it is cool, and the way they actually made it all work and very cohesive is amazing. Story's super fun. The jokes are so good. All of the gags are good, but that half star, it's the same thing. It's like, it's kind of amazing that it was made in 1988, and I know if it were made today, a lot of some of the choices they made in regards to certain jokes, uh, and, like, of course, you know the 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 femininity of the characters and whatnot and like some of the other problematic things like would be different so I know it is a product of its time but like you were saying the Jessica Rabbit thing is like I was struggling with it because I know she's meant to be over sexualized but it's you know it was created by all men so in a way it's kind of like this double-edged like uh, can we joke about that when we don't actually have the voice of 
that person they're making light of or whatever but anyway and it is a noir and so noir and so it's like I know it's all like archetypes of these people but anyway all of that it's I love it yeah that half bit would be just you know because it needs a little bit of an update but not much like it surprisingly holds up and is a really good movie yeah it's a great movie and i truly again cannot believe that it was made it's just a marvel truly it's one of those movies where you're like what the heck well and that's what i'm saying too is like the vision of it like it looks like a robert zemeckis film and it's all it's like cohesive and like you were saying they used two studios of characters that they were able to clear legally and then also because you got betty boop you got like all of you got a bunch of you, so yeah, i mean droopy. how who knows how many and yeah. then they were able to put them all together and then also make them look like they're in the same world as humans yeah. mm-hmm. but also this is a movie that could only have been made in the 80s because nowadays it would have all oh been my God. cgi Impossible. oh and it would and look like, bad yeah, yeah it look and terrible. like the thing that i love is watching for like how did uh, how did this happen like was it a practical effect and all it's mm-hmm. like surprising to see how many things were like practical effects that would never be done nowadays because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. would just go to CGI. Yeah. So even though there, uh, there, I would love to see a Shrek in that universe somewhere. Oh yeah. You know, 100%. I'm a Shrek stan all the way, baby. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a 1940s movie because <sighs> Shrek wasn't not. alive in Absolutely the 1940s. Absolutely not. Let's do a remake, but make it like a like a ni- late 90s, early 2000s, and we get a bunch of different characters. Mm-hmm. And instead of a noir, it's just like a rom-com or like a teen movie because that's the style of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could have, oh, I'm sure there was like mystery movies. Maybe like a thriller. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Like a bone collector. It's like a scream. <laughs> With Shrek. What a very, what a specific, Claire. The bone collector. <laughs> you don't think of the bone collector on a daily basis? Not immediately when someone says thriller to me. Actually, that's like, <laughs> that's a couple of steps down the ladder for me. <laughs> but sure, yeah, the bone collector counts for sure. Denzel Washington? Guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, uh-huh. What do you fun. think of? What do you think of thriller? Well, I mean, the I 90s, Scream. Scream. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rachel and I are thinking of That's what I think of when thing. I think of yeah. slasher. Oh. That's okay. slasher okay. to me. Okay. <laughs> Well, so also, let us, listeners, let us know. What I have not seen The Bone Collector. Of course, of course, Claire has it. Of course, Claire has it. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. I've seen parts of it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, I don't know about y'all. I want to stay in this part of the vault for much I longer. Do, I do too, but we can't. But we can't. So, how about uh, this? Wait, take- for a quick second. Yeah. My imagineering with Rachel is just, I would like to see that Toontown. I'd love yeah. to see the Toontown and the pub. The um, Yeah, that was she, also was going called? to be made, that pub. But I think it would be cool nowadays to have that pub, but then have that secret speakeasy. Door. Yeah. yeah. Mm, yes, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That's I like an know. escape room vibe. You know what? Yeah, I yeah. want there to be a Roger Rabbit escape room. That'd be nice. <gasps> That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's plan our specifics of the Roger Rabbit escape room while we take the scenic route out of Toontown in, back into the decom section of the vault. I hope mm-hmm. y'all enjoyed this. And also, big shout out to all the patrons who voted for this movie being the movie that we'll talk about uh, yes, as our palate cleanser. It was very fun. So for now, 
This is goodbye. I'm Oscar. <laughs> I'm Claire. I'm Rachel. Bye. Bye. Wow, we did it. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is behind oh, wow. us, unfortunately. No. Oh, I know. Let's go back. We cannot go back. We can only move forward. Exactly. So forward, in fact, we are in the year 2002 of DCOMs. What's <gasps> next for us? Double teamed. Double teamed. Double teamed. The DCOM. I like this one. I At like this one I, too. I think I like this yes, one. Yes, right. I remember liking this one. Mm. So we'll see if I still do. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's a sports one, though. It's a sports one. Sports decoms. Which doesn't necessarily mean it's bad because we've seen sports decoms we like. That's true. Motocross. Yeah. Yeah. Brink. Right. Yes. Miracle <laughs> in Lane 2. I don't, I don't slow down, know. slow down, <laughs> slow down. But I'm excited what the year 2002 has in store for us. We're going to get started with Double Team. But I want to ask y'all this. Without looking, is there a 2000, 2002 decom that y'all are excited to see? I have uh, no idea what's from 2002. I think there is. I can't, I can't remember. I am. I have Wait, one. Wait, Cadet is Kelly? Is it Cadet, Cadet Kelly? Cadet Kelly, exactly. Yeah. That's 2002. Oh, okay. And that um, one I I'm think also Get a Clue is also 2002. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Lilo and Brenda Song. Not Brenda Lilo and Stitch. <sighs> yeah, and Alfalfa from The Little Rascals, but all glowed up. Glowed up? Oh, well, not he grown just, up, but just glowed up. Okay. And just up, Till him, what's his face, right? Huh? The Tell guy. him what's his face? Love his work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't that the guy in it? I don't remember. Get a clue. Wait, maybe am I thinking stuck in the suburbs? Oh, yeah, you are. Taryn oh, okay. Killam? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's okay, never much mind. Later. Never that's like 2006. From SNL? Guess yeah. I gotta get oh a clue. Okay, wow. That's like, two, that's like four, five years later. Oh, oops. I'm excited. But for now... We go double teamed, and you can watch it along with us on Disney Plus because it is definitely streaming there. And be and sure to reach out. Is that what yeah. you're saying? And how to, yeah, well, uh, but how 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 can people reach out? Well, they can find, oh well, they can <laughs> they, find us on Twitter at ITDV Podcast or Instagram inside the Disney Vault or write us a letter. Yeah. My address is yeah, blank, no. blank, blank, <laughs> blank, 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 blank. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know what? Just reach out to us using the internet. How about that? Especially yeah, yeah. since P.O. it's Bob. all the rage in decom <laughs> movies at the time. Yeah. Have so, you guys heard of the internet? It's crazy. We have now. I mean, I heard it 12 times over and I over I love again. electronic mail. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if that trend continues in 2002. At this point, people are already... They're already keen to the World Wide Web. So let's see yeah. if that... We might have to rearrange some of our little uh, decom bingo cards. So we'll, we'll just see, see about that. We'll see how the relationship progresses with exactly. technology. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, give it a listen. Shout out to us. Tell us what you think. And we'll see you then. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
name is Will Himes, and I am a ghostwriter, meaning I write other people's books for them. And I have a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients, such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs, a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.